In these uncertain times, and they will become dramatically more uncertain as the day of Christ's return approaches, it is so important that our feet are planted on the rock. The Lord of glory speaks in Matthew seven twenty four through 27 Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. This world and this individual life are full of trouble, but there is a safe haven, a place where certainty and the sunshine abound. But as one should suspect, it is not found through natural means. This place of beauty is only visible to the eyes of faith. It is called the invisible kingdom of God, and it literally dwells within the born again. This glorious place is not joining some religious group. This glorious place is entered in through through a birthing process that Jesus calls born again. The rains, the floods, and the winds will come with an ever-increasing ferocity. Built upon the rock. Have you been born again? Have you found this beautiful place where sin and shame are expunged as though you are never guilty? You can enter this safe haven today. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Genesis 5, 3 through 5, And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. Man said, These simple Bible thumpers actually think this earth is six thousand years old. Preposterous! Now the record. The earth is just over 6,000 years of age, as the scriptures declare, and yes, we can prove it. At the end of this feature, we will list a long series of God Said, Man Said features that establish this fact. This is God Said, Man Said feature article 546, which once again will certify the full veracity of the Word of God. These features are archived in text and streaming audio on this site for your edification. Every Thursday evening, God willing, they grow by one. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We are proud to have your company. May the face of our God shine upon you with light and truth. According to the meticulous dating of Bishop Usher, recorded in his tome, The Annals of the World, which was published in 1628, the earth was born September 21st using the Gregorian calendar. The Gregorian calendar is the one which is currently used. Although historians dealing with dates before Christ routinely use the Julian calendar, which posts the birth of the earth as October 23rd, 4004 B.C., God began the earth's creation on the eve or the beginning of the first day of the week, which is known as Sunday. Keep in mind that all of God's days begin in the evening, Genesis 1, uh, verse 5, And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day.
We need to know that the Word of God found in the Holy Bible is true, for we are required to build our lives upon it and also our hopes for eternal life. As a result of one becoming born again and deciding to follow Christ, costs are incurred. Many of our friends and family will be alienated from our company, for they will choose to continue to walk in the direction opposite to the one we have chosen. Careers may change. Persecution will come, verbal, and even some shedding their blood for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our very lives are classified biblically as living sacrifices as we take up our cross daily and follow Christ. There is an all cost in serving Jesus, but that price is not to be compared with the life of the redeemed here and on to eternity. We need to know that the word of God is true. We are required to stake our all upon it. The age of the earth is very simply calculated using the biblical genealogical record coupled with other very clear scriptural mile markers. For example, Genesis 5.3, And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. The years of Adam's life until the birth of his son Seth are measured to be one hundred thirty. This pattern is maintained from father to son so that, for example, by adding the age spans from father to son, we can peg the age of the earth at the time of Noah's flood at 1656 years. Using scriptural dating, we arrived at the age of the earth, which is just over 6,000 years of age. Many scientists have come to the conclusion that the earth is young just thousands of years when academia speaks of billions. Dr. Larry Vardaman, Senior Research Scientist, Astrogeophysics at the Institute for Creation Research, published in the August 2011 issue of Acts and Facts under the title, Both Argon and Helium Diffusion Rates Indicate a Young Earth, an update on the Institute's research on the age of the Earth. Following are excerpts from his article. In the final report, of ICR's Radioisotopes and the Age of the Earth Project, Dr. Russell Humphreys reported that the helium diffusion from zircons in the borehole GT2 at Fenton Hill, New Mexico, gave an age for the Earth of 6,000 plus or minus 2,000 years. This young age agrees with the literal reading of Scripture, but is at variance with the billions of years conventionally held. Gary Lochelt has been a frequent critic of Humphrey's procedures for calculating the young age by helium diffusion. Humphrey's has responded to Lochelt and other critics, demonstrating that their concerns were invalid and successfully defending his findings. Humphreys decided to develop a second independent method for estimating the age of the Earth based on the diffusion of argon from feldspar in the same Fenton Hills borehole. The result was a slightly younger age for the Earth than his earlier helium diffusion method. When radioactive isotopes decay in rock, various gases are produced as a byproduct. For example, uranium-238 in the rock decays to lead by alpha decay, producing alpha particles that combine with electrons to form helium. Potassium-40 decays directly into argon-40 by inverse beta decay and electron capture. The gases produced by radioactive decay are then free to move through the minerals in which they are embedded and escape into the atmosphere. 
However, the rate at which the gases can escape is highly dependent on the temperature of the minerals. For example, the rate of helium diffusion at the hot temperatures 15,000 feet below the surface is about 160 times faster than the rate of the cooler temperatures at 4,000 feet. Consequently, rock deep in the crust of the Earth will be more depleted in helium than rock near the surface. The rate project obtained samples of granite from the Fenton Hill borehole and submitted them to one of the most widely respected helium laboratories for determination of helium diffusion rate as a fraction of temperature. Humphreys hypothesized before the laboratory work was completed that the results would fit the creation model rather than uniformitarian model and support a young earth. Never in my entire scientific career have I ever seen a numerical prediction verified so accurately. Using the laboratory measured diffusion rates, he was able to compute an estimated age of the Earth and its uncertainties. The value was 6,000 plus or minus 2,000 years. Humphreys concluded that the observed high argon retentions conflict severely with the uniformitarium assumed long ages. These data say that the feldspar in the Fenton Hill borehole generated over a billion years' worth of argon-40 and that retained it during a period of time that began only thousands of years ago. The argon data thus supported accelerated nuclear decay rates, a young helium age, and the biblical youth of the Bible. Consequently, we can say that both argon and helium diffusion rates agree that the Earth is only thousands of years old. End of quote. It is important to know that God's word is true and righteous altogether. This is the solid rock, a place to build. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Genesis 5, 3 through 5, And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. Man said, these simple Bible thumpers actually think the earth is just six thousand years old. Preposterous! Now you have the record.